0: Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Xerky. On this evening's program, we're going to have a pair of pears, deal with some aches and pains, and celebrate the birthday of Harry Link. There are lots of things that just go together naturally, and there are plenty of vintage songs about them, such as Night and Day, Body and Soul, and Stars and Stripes. So we're going to begin and end the show with a pair of segments about things that go together. Here's Fletcher Henderson.
1: music course I'm mad about music but the music have got to be sweet and hot got to be sweet got to be high I've got to have girlfriends of course I'm mad about girlfriends and my girlfriends have got to be sweet and hot sweet and hot I mean I want them hot I don't care what tune as long as it's a hot tune just keep the heat in it But sweetness, cause I've got to have music. And I'm mad about music, but the music has got to be sweet and hot, got to be sweet, got to be hot.
2: Let me...
3: Thank you.
4: Piccolo beat and that harmonica chap But there's still one fella that you gotta meet That's the guy with the pick and slap Now he's got four strings on his bass um, um. What a bass He brings out rhythms fast and low He plays as sweet as four string Joe He's the only one He'll show you how it's done Pick and slap Pick and slap Now don't be late, be up to date You gotta have pick and slap Forget the vo And dodeo That dead and gone for everyone says you gotta have a pick and slap now you want four beats in a bar do you want eight beats in a bar there you are he picks and flaps i think perhaps that he's so wild about some child that he would like to pick and
0: Double bass was new to jazz in 1930, and bandleader and bass player Patrick Cairns Hughes, better known as Spike Hughes, wanted to highlight his tin bass, which he did in that recording of Pick and Slap from a Decca test pressing made in London on November 5, 1930. Unfortunately, the vocalist is unknown. The spike in Spike Hughes comes from the metal rod, also known as an end pin or spike on the bottom of a string bass which helps to secure the instrument on the floor. The spike can also be replaced with a wheel, making it easier to transport the largest and lowest-pitched bowed string instrument in the modern orchestra. Before Spike Hughes, it was Joe Venuti and his Blue Four, including, of course, Eddie Lang on guitar, and Put and Take, a Venuti original. OK 41432 was recorded May 7, 1930, and was preceded by Bessie Smith, accompanied by James P. Johnson, credited on the label of Columbia 14232-D as Jimmy Johnson on lock and key. James P. wrote the music, and Henry Creamer wrote the words. And we started off the first of a pair of segments about pairs with Fletcher Henderson's orchestra and an aptly titled song, Sweet and Hot. Harold Arlen wrote the music, and Jimmy Harrison sang the Jack Yellen lyrics on Columbia 2414-D, Recorded February 5th, 1931. Sweet and Hot is from the two-act musical comedy You Said It, which opened January 19th, 1931 at Channon's 46th Street Theater and ran for 192 performances. This whole pairing segments thing came about because my friend Jackson Garrison included Red Nichols' version of Sweet and Hot on this year's audio Christmas card, which he sends out to friends, and I'm honored to be on the nice list of those who receive it. Some of you will recall that Jackson used to host Off the Record on WIUX before he graduated from IU and relocated to Texas to work for Knox Vintage Records. Well, we're still waiting for you to get back on the air, Jackson. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, January 25th, marked the birth in 1896 in Philadelphia of composer Harry Link, best known for co-writing the standards These Foolish Things and I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling. His parents emigrated to the U.S. from Germany, and as a teenager, he was already publishing songs, going on to study at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business, More than one source says that he was born Harry Linky and appeared in the 1916 Quality Pictures Corporation film The Masked Rider, but the Internet Movie Database biography for Harry Linky shows completely different dates and places of his birth and death, so I think Harry Linky is a different person. Maybe someone out there can set me straight. John Harry Link's father, John M. Link, was a printer and died before young Harry was four years old. Link's World War I draft registration card shows his employer as the M. Whitmark Company, and his World War II draft registration card lists the Leo Feist Music Publishing Company as employer. Link married Dorothy Dick in 1916 in Philadelphia, and daughter Elaine was born around 1920. Harry and Dorothy collaborated extensively on numbers, including By My Side. Harry Link died in New York City on July 5, 1956. Hits from his catalog include I'm Just Wild About Animal Crackers, You're the One I Care For, Peelin' the Peach, and these less well-known tunes.
3: When you leave your happy home, when you start leaving your own people, things all seem to go wrong. There's a saying, old today, she come home to say, say. But let me tell you one thing, when you wander away, no one loves you any better than your ma double Here you roam, your thoughts always stray. Back to a little shack, a cozy little nest so far away. M is for the mince pie she used to make. A is for the apples in her apple cake. Double A is for the many miles you had to roam. And why is that you're yearning just to get back home? Though so you roam this whole world over, a love like hers you can't find. find. no one loves you. Any better than your N A <laughs> Coming home, all so the blame for the many months of care and strife. And why is that? He yearn for you all to life. If you treated her half decent, then you're surely going to get by cause no one loves you any better than.
5: Call well, I'm ever getting this doo do, do, do. oh.
0: a jaunty tune with the nonsensical title Hoodle-dee-doo-dee-doo-doo, written by Harry Link with Roy Turk and performed there by Art Kahn and his orchestra on Columbia 769-D, recorded in Chicago on July 28, 1926. The vocalist was Charles Cayley. The phenomenal success of Al Jolson's My Mammy in 1921 sparked the writing and performing of Mammy songs into the 1930s, And one of the best is the cleverly titled No One Loves You Any Better Than Your M-A-double-M-Y. Harry Link wrote the music, and the equally clever lyrics were written by Bob Nelson. It was recorded by Billy Jones and Ernie Hare, and Charles Kerr and his orchestra, but the vocal duo of Billy Murray and Ed Smalley beat them to it on February 25, 1923, with probably the debut recording for Victor, accompanied by The Virginians, directed by Ross Gorman. And we started off our tribute to Harry Link with Boo Hoo Hoo, written with Al Lentz and Irving Aronson, both of whom led their own bands. That was Husco Hare's Super Orchestra of Chicago with an instrumental version from Jeanette 4850, recorded March 9, 1922. There are words which were also written by Bob Nelson, recorded by Frank Crummett and Aileen Stanley, solo and with Billy Murray.
6: Claremont, California, 91711.
0: In the first segment, we had some songs about things that go together, and I just happened to think of a couple more. These seem to increase as we get older, and I certainly have my share, and I'm talking, of course, about ordinary aches and pains. So the next two segments are about aches and pains. Here's Smith Ballou who has an ache in his heart.
5: Brighten all creation anew Take the tears from my eyes Drive the clouds from the skies Come back and love me No more to part Take the ache from my heart
4: I still live on, hoping and longing in vain.
3: My heart
4: aching for my old gal. My heart breaking for my old. her Sally, but I call her Sally, my heart's aching. Gal, you know I've had a lot of girls, and I've had a lot of sweethearts, but there was only one that was the right kind of a pal. Other folks called her Sally, but I always called her Sal. And I don't know why, but I don't feel the same since she's gone, because my heart. Taking for my old gal.
7: Yeah, this is me. Look at me. Look at me. I look like something the cats had in the alley last night. You know that ain't right. No. Come here. Let me tell you something, woman. You made a big, fat, greasy bum out of me, and I ain't gonna stand for it. I gotta tell you something. Yes, here it is. You made me what I am today. I hope you're satisfied. You should be. You dragged and dragged me down till my very soul within me died. Yeah, not my shoe soles, no. You shattered all my dreams. You pulled me from the stars. And though you're not true, may God bless you. You know I want him to bless you. That's the curse of an aching heart, yes. piano has it. Me. Please don't. I can't take it. Once is enough. You gonna put another one on me? You dirty dog. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Knox car.
0: There are backaches, headaches, stomachaches, toothaches, and earaches, but apparently Tin Pan Alley composers only wanted to write songs about heartaches. That was Fats Waller and his rhythm, August 1st, 1936, with The Curse of an Aching Heart, written by Henry Fink and Al Piantadosi. Before Fats, Art Gillum's heart was aching. My Heart's Aching for My Old Gal was written by Fred Rose and Cal Duvall, and the whispering pianist had quite the musical talent backing him, On that January 11th, 1928, Columbia 78, number 1472-D. You heard Rube Bloom on piano, Murray Kellner on violin, and Andy Sinella doing triple duty, playing steel guitar, alto sax, and clarinet. We begin that aching set with Smith Ballou and his orchestra asking to take the ache from my heart on May 7th, 1935. Take the Ache from My Heart was written by Howard Johnson and Harry Cogan, and that was from Perfect 16129. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play Music as a podcast. Last segment, we had some songs about aches, a dull, persistent discomfort. And then there's pain, an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience associated with potential or actual tissue damage. Now, everyone's heard of chest pain, back pain, pain in the neck, and, yes, even pain in the ass. But a pain in the sawdust? Here's Mae Questell.
8: A little bisque doll and a little red doll and a dolly imported from France, were seated one day on the shelf of the store with a little doll that could wind up and... Damn! Oh! when all of a sudden the shopkeeper heard a scream that rang out through the store, And this was the plaint of the little bisque doll that made such an awful uproar. I've got a pain in my sawdust. <laughs> That's what's the matter with me. Something is wrong with my little inside. Oh, <laughs> I'm just as sick as can be. Oh, don't let me faint. Someone get me a fan. And someone please run for the medicine man. Everyone hurry, as fast as you can. Because I've got a pain in my sawdust. They took her away in the hospital van. The whole town was filled with a blue. And everyone thought it was quite an odd thing. And the papers all printed the news. The doctors looked wise. And they all shook their heads. And they asked her just where she was sick. I think it's appendix sawdust, she exclaimed. And won't you please do something quick? Sad was the day for the little bisque doll, for they cut all her stitches away. And they looked for the seat of the terrible egg. T'was a delicate task, they all say. Then they tried to restuff her. <laughs> they didn't know how. And this was her wail as she cried. <laughs> I've got a pain in my sawdust. That's what's the matter with me. Something is wrong with my little insides. <laughs> I'm just as sick as can be. Oh, don't let me faint. Someone get me a fan. And someone please run for the medicine man. Everyone, hurry. As fast as you can. Of I've got a- Mike!
0: Charleston Chasers, led by Red Nichols, who were Feelin' No Pain on September 8, 1927. Feelin' No Pain was written by Fudd Livingston. Before the Charleston Chasers, it was the Bucktown Five, recording for Jeanette in Richmond, Indiana on February 25, 1924, with Really a Pain. Really a Pain was written by Art Castle, Jimmy Sturr, and Muggsy Spanier, who played cornet in the group. And we started off that painful set with a charming record by Mae Questell, I've Got a Pain in My Sawdust. That's the flip side of Columbia 346 on The Good Ship Lollipop, both recorded January 16, 1935 by Decca, and also issued in England. I've Got a Pain in My Sawdust was written much earlier, in 1909, by composer Herman Avery Wade and lyricist Henry Edward Warner. It was dedicated to and first recorded by soprano Kitty Cheatham on February 15, 1910.
6: Doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s, this is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM, 88.7 Avalon, and available anytime on demand online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com.
0: In the opening of the show, I promised a pair of pairs, so here's the second set of things that go together.
5: Tommy Bond music. of them no matter what they do the boys are always trying but they never save a bean and if kingfish doesn't get it then it's spent on madam queen we laugh at all their troubles but we hope they'll end all right we wonder what Amos and Andy will do tomorrow night A week ago, a baby boy was born across the hall. The mother and the father watched the infant night and day, so they could hear if mama was the first word it would say. At last the baby gurgled, then it hollered with delight, I wonder what Amos and Andy will do tomorrow night.
0: We started off this second set of Things That Go Together with Jack Miranda and his meanderers with Bread and Jam. Jack Miranda was a reed man in the bands of Ambrose, Al Collins, Lou Stone, Fred Elisaldi, John Furman, Phil Green, Lou Stone, and Jay Wilbur, and finally got the chance to record Two Sides under his own name for Parlophone in a session on December 5th, 1935. Next, McKinney's Cotton Pickers were Crying and Sighing in Chicago on July 11, 1928. Crying and Sighing was written by John Nesbitt, trumpeter in the band, and that was the first record in Victor's 38,000 so-called race series. And we finished up with Tommy Bond, B-O-H-N, and his Penn Sirens Orchestra, wondering what Amos and Andy will do tomorrow night. That OK 78, number 41372, was recorded February 4, 1930. Amos and Andy was composed by William Tracy, with the lyrics by Jack Stanley. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.